On November 10th, Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson reunite on the big screen as Captain Marvel and Nick Fury to assemble the MCU's next team, the Marvels. After Captain Marvel gets her powers entangled with teenage superhero Miss Marvel and Captain Monica Rambeau, the three heroes will learn teaming up changes everything. Don't miss Captain Marvel's return November 10th in the Marvels, only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Get your tickets now. Don't miss The Marvels in theaters on November 10th and see where the Marvel stories all began when you watch Captain Marvel, WandaVision, and Miss Marvel only on Disney+. Plus. Plans starting at $7.99. Hey, listeners. Want to start your own podcast? Let us tell you our favorite tool. Anchor is the one-stop shop for all your podcasting needs. Here's why. Anchor lets you record and edit your show right from your phone or computer. So no matter your setup, you can start creating right now. Then it distributes your show to the most popular listening platforms like Apple and Spotify. Plus, it's the only place you can send video content to Spotify. Creators can even earn money on Anchor with ads and subscriptions. Best of all, it's all free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You are now listening to FemmeGuard Podcast with Tessa Markle and Carolina Alvarez. Mmm, Fem. Hello, Fem fam. Hi. We're just talking about June gloom in LA and yes. how wonderful. Yeah, not if you wonderful. guys are here in LA right now, like what is going on? And if you're not in LA, if you're like on the East Coast, like where we're from, and it's beautiful over there, like, I know what's going on over it. <laughs> Hashtag over it. Why? And now my mom's like, it's a beautiful day, or like at least for the like over there, they commit. It's like mm-hmm. thunderstorms. Like, yeah, bring me the thunder, but don't like leave me in this weird, like moody overcast right but kind of cold but then but like, like 85 for two hours of the day yes like. <laughs> yes and then you're like sweating and like you're like wait i wasn't ready for this i overdressed or underdressed you just don't know like do i bring that throw on sweater or cardigan or... i know right like yeah anyways we just had to vent i had to vent about <laughs> it it was like it's been giving me some feels yeah like like our topic today (laughs) that always gives us the feels (laughs) (laughs) yes our last topic for the season editing (laughs) we are at season two y'all i know how exciting um editing that has been a wonderful fun journey um for me at least Mm -hmm. especially i've kind of taken on um the role as our editor for some of our projects that we shot, like the shorts that mm-hmm. we did. And we, <laughs> I told Tessa, I'm like, can we not talk about desert flowers? But I mean, we have to just for a minute, because that was our first thing. Like, I know we've mentioned this a few times, guys. Like, we took on this huge project, which is, I mean, it was only a trailer, but like, it was a huge undertaking huge. as our first project. Huge. We decided to edit it ourselves, which we have set aside and not returned to. Yet. No, it's, it was just like cringe fest. It was like the first time I ever. OK, on top of like yeah, huge undertaking mm. as far as like what we were filming again, Western horses, Wranglers, craziness out in the desert. Um, but then to like take your first stab at editing mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, I'm just like, 
mm. <laughs> it the, was a the, lot the colors weren't working and then like the and then we got someone to color correct but he chopped off like the, yeah, framing, he did the framing wrong, wrong. And, and, yeah. and then it's like oh i'm supposed to adjust that but i have no idea how because to me it just looks like everything was chopped off so i don't i don't even know but that was like my first stab and mm-hmm. then um and tessa of course like was along the way like we we work well together just kind of like checking in on mm-hmm. the photo and that's kind of like it's it's nice to have like a person with you checking the images because like after staring at the screen for a while oh my god girl, i was like i'm going blind like i don't know how you can edit for hours because like three hours max i am done my eyes are just i can't see the colors anymore like people that color oh, correct for a living god, god bless, bless you. you and your beautiful eyes i mean i so once i started getting the hang of like so okay so just back it up we I use um, Adobe Premiere Pro, mm-hmm. which I highly recommend. If you Google, it is one of the top editing tools out there. That's mm-hmm. fabulous. We do pay for the whole Adobe Premiere suite. So, um, or just, yeah, the whole cr- Adobe Creative Suite, my bad, which is around, around 60-ish dollars, yeah. including tax, something like that. Um, but you can buy, like, just single apps. I don't know what to call it. But, like, let's say you just yeah. wanted Adobe Premiere or Photoshop. You can buy those separately or even, like, a bundle of, like, three. Mm-hmm. So just in case if any of you guys are out there start, starting to step into those waters, mm-hmm. um, you, you have options of what kind of packaging you can choose. And then, I mean, there are still tons of other editing apps. I just, I really do feel like Adobe Premiere Pro is the best. Yeah, um, I hear a lot of good things about Final Cut, too. I think that's like up yeah. there with Adobe. I think those are probably the two main pro- like professional editing software, you know. And um, for color correcting, um, I'll get into it too. Um, DaVinci Resolve. Mm-hmm. They have a free version, but it definitely doesn't go as in depth as the the paid for version. Mm, of course. <laughs> which we didn't we we've messed around with uh DaVinci. Um, because what's great about that DaVinci Resolve, you can um kind of transport the footage from Adobe Premiere into DaVinci and then mm-hmm. vice versa. So if you really need to get in there to color tweak i hear they're just it has a lot more um finesse there yeah because something we learned too like i don't know if davinci is compatible with final cut or not but final cut and adobe are not compatible so like if you have you know if you're working with someone to edit something and they have one and you have the other like you can't do that (laughs) like there's no (sighs) i just i think i just did a project with that there i think there is but it's I mean, like you limited. S- you can't like use that that you, file that format. Cr- yeah. That file format. Mm-hmm. You have to convert it into like an XML file or something. And now, it's which just, then you're like yeah. losing resolution, and there's all those issues along with that. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I, yeah it's just you Google, my friend. Yeah, Google all the technical <laughs> stuff because it's it's not even worth us listing. Like I will forget it. Like, right. You know? it's, yeah. Um. But there are yeah exactly there are mm-hmm. other options. Um. I mean. I, back in my iMovie days. I mean, yeah, honestly, like if you're doing something super, super simple and you don't want to like get into like super professional editing, all you need to do is chop some stuff together, do a little like iMovie is fine. I mean, I do like all my self-tape auditions. I edit on iMovie, oh, you know, like boom. something like that. Yeah. It's totally fine. And it's super easy. It's actually it's easy to learn like the basics of editing. If you start an iMovie, you're like, oh, OK, this is how you chop things together and edit sound and this and that. Like you get a handle for it before you get into, you know know 
the big leagues. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and then I would say, and because DaVinci Resolve has the free version, I think if you want to step up and get some like something a little bit nicer, I mm-hmm. would I would um definitely check out DaVinci Resolve. Um and the but I just there's some tools that I've just gotten so used to in Premiere Pro, mm-hmm. like um the like overlays and the timing that you can set to get clips to kind of fade in fade out Mm -hmm. like all those inner workings of it i've really enjoyed and um not to get too technical with you guys here today at all because i'm no expert um but everything that we've learned like any technical words that we're using that you don't understand we literally have googled like we know something we want to do and we'll type it into google and it won't be any technical terms it'll be like how to fade out and and let something dissolve i don't know like and we're just describing what it looks like we don't know what it really means you know and then you find videos there's Mm -hmm. so many tutorials that's how we learned most of the stuff we know oh yeah youtube like there's so many youtubers who've gone into explicate explanations not all of them are english are a little thick (laughs) (laughs) but you'll get the gist and there are a lot of great tools so it is possible for you to learn how to do this stuff and of course it's just by trial and error and Mm -hmm. practicing and having much patience because yeah like once i started getting the hang of things like after a while i'll just like be boom 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 and um and it's like not it just becomes second nature yeah but um yeah for exactly tessa like what tessa was saying is just google it if yeah. you just don't know you'll Cause you they'll literally like out. there will be a video of their like screen you know they will walk you through it. you'll see where all the buttons are like it explains all of it but i mean if that even seems really intimidating to you like you can hire a professional. <laughs> I mean, that's what they're out there for, you know, and it exactly. gets expensive. But, you know, at the same time, especially if you're doing something that's, you know, a longer short or a feature or something that you you know that it's too much for you, like, go ahead, spend the money on someone that knows what they're doing and they can get it done quickly. You know, I mean, it's worth it. Ex- yeah, I would. If you don't know what you're doing, I wouldn't say go do your feature like mm-hmm. the, definitely hire someone for that. But if you got like a little clip short thing promotional and want to take a stab at it Mm -hmm. i think that's a less daunting thing because you'll lose patience quickly i mean like even our trailer was like a lot to handle now i i can like i feel more confident to go Mm -hmm. back and like tweak things but to start it was (laughs) like oh my god and then when you have a really slow computer like mine it's, oh my god! Is if your computer isn't top of the line, it's slow when it comes to editing. Software. Even when it is top of the line, if you don't have the you, if you don't have the top of the line and the extra cylinder, I'm saying it wrong. I feel like Mike would know what I'm saying. Processor, a processor. Thank you. Come <laughs> um, in, technique. Mike. Uh, he's got it. He's um. I, I yeah. I the, the, that the processor and the things. It just you it's gonna be slow because it just takes up that mm-hmm. much space um but it does help even it it, it does help having fast computer so yeah. i'm actually investing towards um a n- new macbook pro um if you're an apple fan macbook pro is rated one of the top uh computers to use but there are other ones out there mm-hmm. i just from from just if you want something mobile like me because i like work with tessa a lot yeah i mean because you really want a nice big screen too so eventually i'll invest in that but um it just i for something that works fast and i can take on the go 
MacBook yeah. Pro. And if you're in LA like we are, there's a lot of post houses out here too. I mean, if you are interested, message us and I'll recommend some to you Ooh. that I've heard about. Um, but you I know, there are places there. that, <laughs> yeah, right. But there are places that, you know, you can either go in and use their hardware to, and their software to edit or hire your editor to go in and do it there if they don't have all the equipment themselves. You know, I mean, any editor is probably going to have, you know, Adobe or whatever on their computer. But if this is a bigger project again and they need a faster computer and bigger screens or whatever that they don't have, you can go to a post house. They have all that equipment there for you. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'm sure there's places other than L.A. that have those. But if you're here in L.A., there's a lot of them. Right. Right. And if you are hiring an editor, by the way, um, our guest on this topic, we found from a site called freethebid.com, which is a database of female filmmakers. It's female directors, editors, colorists, Correct. writers, I think. I think so, too. So it doesn't span like every kind of filmmaker, mm -hmm. but, you know, like the big ones. Um, and they have like a lot of girls on there. It's a really awesome tool. Like I found some really cool people on there. Yeah. Yeah. And they give you like their reels are on there and stuff mm -hmm. so you can see their work and like get to know if that's your vibe. Right. Um, because chances are when you're like going for choosing the right editor for mm -hmm. you, there there should have maybe some sort of. I mean, it's not a hard rule, but like a lot of them start to get like a style sometimes. Yeah. I mean, a good editor, though, can really do anything that you ask them. Yeah. I but mean, it's something to keep in mind. I think we'll go over with our guests, like the kind the right communication. Yeah. On like how to get the look you want and how do you phrase that? What do you give them? color scheme, all that stuff. Yeah, because I feel like, you know, any editor is going to know how to use the software. They're going to know how to edit something together and make it look professional. But, you know, if it's an editor that say the majority of their work has always been horror and you're doing horror, you know, like they're going to know how to achieve that like dark look that you want. They're going to know how mm -hmm. to do, you know, the choppy whatever if you want that or, you know, like if you if you watch someone's reel and see what their style is or what their experience is in and, you know, you're trying to narrow down and everybody's the same price. So how do you choose? That's a great way to choose is to go with the person who knows the genre you're doing, you yeah. know, especially yeah. with like documentaries. I've heard a lot of people say like documentary editors. It's like a special skill. Oh, totally. Like, you know, our guest. Yeah, on, our guest on guy. Show. Yeah. She had mentioned that it's I mean, yeah, it's all. Again, they're going to know how to use the software no matter what, but where their experience lies and where their tastes lie and stuff like that can really. Oh, yeah. Play, you know, I mean, role. in the in the pro level world mm -hmm. of things, you have someone who just focuses on assembly cuts. You have someone mm -hmm. who just focuses on color because those are roles that you really like. Just some people have a better eye mm -hmm. for and that's their sole skill. Like that's what they just do day in and day out. Um but a lot of times you're if you're independent filmmaking over here, <laughs> you're going to probably want to, you know, just hire the one person to do the whole thing. Yeah. Or you're going to take on the role sometimes like me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but the the reason why I also like I mean, I, I can't wait to give up some control one day. <laughs> um, but I like as a you know creator storyteller, I, I really found a beautiful, fun way through editing um that that aligns long aligns with storytelling mm -hmm. and how how much of it it does shape the whole picture yeah i mean yeah. the 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 pacing when you're doing the assembly cut 
And I mean, you and I have learned like, okay, we got to chop, chop, chop over here. And then mm-hmm. it's like, nice, maybe that this is a little longer. It's, yeah. it's like really, it's become a, like a really fascinating world and space for me to start to explore. And mm-hmm. like, the I've, I've really liked just forming a story with these cuts because they're, yeah, they're just images that without, you know, setting the right mood and the music and the colors, it, it, can all just fall very flat. Well, it's like our other guest this season, Mateo, was saying, like, you know, when you have a picture, yeah, you're going to edit it, but it's there regardless. When you have a film, it's all these clips. It's not there until you edit it, you know, Mm -hmm. like editing makes the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they like gypped that, um, that, what's it called? Uh, Like, from the Oscars, that category. That's what oh, I'm going for. And yeah. I was like, I mean, I think that's least... was that one of the ones that they like moved into during the commercial breaks or something. I remember something. I thought they got rid of that. it. Did they get rid of it all together. That's insane. And I was to me. like, I could be wrong, guys, but I'm pretty sure because I remember being like, what? Yeah. Like that's now now that I know so much more about filmmaking, mm-hmm. the entire process, I'm like, like, dang, these these are genius people like yeah. making the shit like happen it's wild too like i've i've made it a point now when i go to see movies in the theaters to sit through the entire credits i'm like all those people deserve <laughs> way more credit than they're ever gonna get you know what i mean I like love that, i don't know i just think it's it's kind of nice to like yeah. sit through and like you know whatever pay but, the respect yeah exactly <laughs> yeah but like there's like the marvel movies for instance they're huge mm-hmm. movies right and there's mm-hmm. like 20 people in each category of editing you yeah know? i mean it's insane how many people and how much effort and time and everything goes into those kind of movies into any movie but especially a big one like that you know and then let alone it kind of does make the movie i mean yeah everything else is just like icing on the cake mm-hmm. um you said something that i was gonna gonna say um uh okay i don't know <laughs> we'll come back but to we'll, it we'll come back. um but i think too like sometimes like how editing makes the movie is what we're saying right sometimes you know you do while you're filming you think you get all the shots you want and everything or you run out of time and don't get all the shots you want but then you see what you have when you you know pull it up on adobe and sometimes it totally changes where you thought mm-hmm. you were gonna go with a certain scene or maybe the whole thing who knows but you know you see what footage you actually get and then editing it together could totally change some things. I mean, that has with us with Desert Flowers, I yeah. know, you know. Yeah, yeah, you got to make it work. And sometimes it can make things better than you expected it mm-hmm. to turn out to be. You're like, oh, and but it always helps to always shoot more than you think you need. Yeah. <laughs> Get all your coverage, guys. Yeah. It's really important. Yeah, kind of going off of that, too, I think something that we found is very important if you are editing on your own, um, especially if you have a lot of like individual clips of footage um, is to really organize all of that before you even dive in, you know, like go mm-hmm. through your clips and mm-hmm. pick your best takes and, you know, label oh, yeah, those or delete do. the ones you don't want or, you know, however you want to do it. But like really organize and label and all that stuff, because then when you're actually pulling them into Adobe or Final Cut or whatever you're using, it makes it so much easier. You don't have to search through, you know, 30 clips to find the one take that you want. Exactly. That's so yeah, that's actually a really great process that we always establish mm-hmm. right before we get into it. Because yeah. you're like, okay, yes, I don't have to like now watch all these clips mm-hmm. as a, that just does don't do that to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and 
Um, I mean, like at this point with our films, you know, Carolina mentioned she's kind of become the editor for Femme Regard. And it's like, OK, we'll both sit down together. We'll pick our favorite takes of everything. And then I'm like, OK, Carolina, here you go. It's yours now. And, you know, I'll check in and like see what she's doing every now and then. But yeah, again, that's kind of just the very first step that you really need to take, especially if you are working with other people like we are. You know, if there's multiple directors or producers that are part of the creation process, whatever it is, like, yeah. that's the step to be like, OK, what is everybody like? Okay, now it's the editor's job, you know? Exactly. And and just leave it. I, I think the director really then goes back and forth. And then afterwards, they're like, okay, producers, mm-hmm. do you like it? Because you don't want too many voices in at once the entire time. So I like that you said that. Because then you just, it's, you know, yeah. give the people to whom you trust. That's why you have them working on it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to badger the editor, like, nonstop. Yeah. That's no fun either. <laughs> um, well, do we have anything else to say on editing or should we jump into our inspo? Um, oh, yeah. I, I'm, I, Guys, just just take patience. Don't be hard <laughs> on yourself. And and pay attention to cuts and movies and stuff and yeah. like different. Oh, yeah. Genres. Just like note how they kind of what kind of cuts they're using. Mm-hmm. Like just start to take note. And it's been really fun now to, like you said, I, uh, that's probably where like watching films, you were talking about the credits, but I, I like in general, just like yeah. noticing, oh, like this color looked a little sloppy here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I mean, actually you surprised those you now. do now. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, those shadows are like peeking over there. <laughs> um, but no, it, in general, like just the cuts, I think are can really be something you learn the pacing through mm-hmm. films and, and like even count the cuts. Like it's kind yeah. of, interesting to see um i know there will be blood i think there was like so many like um i think there was a moment in that film where there were like no cuts like i think the Mm. very opening um so it's just really it it really establishes a mood so it's just like you know as you're entering in that world it's always great again to to watch and take in and and see what's already been done great yeah you know as you learn it's like once you're a filmmaker you never watch movies the same again <laughs> like, yeah. you can't just sit and enjoy a movie you notice, notice all those things, things you know yeah <laughs> so true but yeah i'll go into the inspo of the week so something i've been doing fun on my personal instagram page which is mm-hmm. carolina but like the state Carolina, but don't you ever call me that <laughs> underscore Lolita 08 um, is I like to post some writing tips in my stories and a lot of great inspiration that I get for those or, you know, that I, I copy onto it or, you know, post onto it is from a site called medium.com. And it's just a website uh, platform for um, people. I wouldn't say well, they kind of are like blog posts, but mm-hmm. they, they're articles, blog posts on so many different subjects. So you can narrow filtering your search to like writing mm-hmm. like I did and like, you know, whatever. I'm sure there's great filmmaking. I've just been like in writing mode for mm-hmm. the project that Tessa and I are, are coming up with next. And so there's just so many great like, yeah, topics. It yeah. Literally, though, you can go from psychology to like like economical shit so it's it's a really great resource so for great for inspiration so Mm -hmm. as we we talk about inspiration at the end of every one of our personal episodes here Mm -hmm. um so i just wanted to share 
this great one because it's on writing, of course. Like I said, I'm focusing on that, but I think it's also a great like life. <laughs> you can take this into life. And and so this is um written by shout out to Barry Davret. He's become one of my favorite follows. Ooh. And um so he was talking about like this talk, I mean, this article is the quote unquote other destructive self-talk nobody talks about, which again, you can go deep, goes <laughs> deep into life. And um, so this is what average, average writers, average people do. And he said, average writers write when the mood strikes them. Average writers learn something and never put their knowledge into practice or test it in the real world. Average writers let reject- rejection break their commitment. Average people look for shortcuts, blow minor risks out of proportion, stop after the first rejection or failure. Average people do enough to get by and then coast. Hmm. Hashtag not me. Hashtag moving on. <laughs> um, what do superstars do, Tessa? Tell me. Superstars take reasonable risks. Superstars keep going when they fail or face rejection. Superstars never rest on their past success. So I just like love that because um, I mean, he goes into this article like, you know, changing the voice in your head, change your behaviors. Um, I I'm right now trying to challenge myself to, um, you know, push my myself out of, yeah, staying comfortable, like Mm -hmm. really going out there out of my comfort zone to to achieve. And I feel like that's when you really when you're like, yeah, rubbing I don't know what I'm I'm trying. There's like a <laughs> there's an idiom for this, but like when it, when it like when you put yourself in uncomfortable si- situations, even mm-hmm. if it's like oh my gosh, for acting, it's like improv, yeah, or like comedy, like you know, doing stand up for the first time, like putting mm-hmm. your challenge yourself, take yourself out. If you're a creative, yeah. like put yourself out there. It doesn't even have to be like you know for writing per se, and. I think beautiful things happen. You'll be surprised. Yeah. And and just... there's some famous quote. I don't know who said it, but it's I think it's like the most growth happens right outside your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gandhi. Some shit. No, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Quote um... by Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just I think as a writer, um, just to tune it back to writing, mm-hmm. you know, don't like don't just settle for okay this was an okay script i'm gonna let it go by okay isn't ever good in any situation you always gotta just like even in in editing like Mm -hmm. okay i think that looks okay well that's what other people are gonna see they're not all dumb deaf and blind (laughs) (laughs) i mean there sometimes i question the movies (laughs) and films that made but you know i respect because i know Mm -hmm. how much the craft you know goes into but yeah it's just Guys, shoot for the stars. For real. Do it. You'll make it. Um, but yeah, that's I like that. A little yeah, inspiration for yeah. writing and so medium.com, guys. It's super great. This isn't like a promo thing, but I, <laughs> I really enjoy that site. I think there's some really great inspirational stuff that you can find for yourselves. Fantastic. Well, or you could just tune into Femregard or my Instagram, whatever. Yeah, we'll inspire you, know, you. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no need to go anywhere else. We'll yeah, inspire you. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time with our guest editor. Thanks for listening to Femregard Podcast. 
If you like what you hear, tune in next time for more tips on the filmmaking business and insightful conversations with industry professionals over tea. We can only grow with your support, so please subscribe, share, rate, and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. If you leave us a great comment, we might give you a shout-out on the show. For more on us, check us out at femregard.com. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 